Today on the Become a Unique podcast, I have such a beautiful and amazing guest by the name of Ebony. Hey. Hello. <laughs> so Ebony, you are going to have to tell us who is Ebony so everyone knows who you are before we get this show started. Okay, so hi, my name is Ebony. I am a human design reader and coach, and I'm a 3-5 manifesting generator. And I have been coaching for a while, but it wasn't until I found human design when I was like, oh, yes, this is what I want to bring to the world. This is how I want to help people reclaim their power and create amazing lives and just feel very free and fulfilled in their, in, in, in their lives. This is what I want to do. This was one for me. Thank you. Check. Yes. So <laughs> I just, I wanted to create something where I could just spread the message that you are so powerful. You are so powerful. You have the ability to create anything and everything that you want. So then I was like, well, got to go on YouTube and got to do the Instagram and the TikTok and everything. Um, so yeah, that's really a lot of what I stand for is just helping people see how powerful they are. Yeah, so beautiful. So for the newbies to human design, maybe like confused, what do you mean you're a 3-5 manifesting generator? We're probably talking a foreign language from out the door. So this is why it's so important that you stay through this whole episode because human design is exactly what it is in the title of it. Human design is about your personal your personal instruction book for your personal lives. So um, it's it, it's life-changing once you understand your human design. I can say that for myself because when I got my little miniature reading, it wasn't even a full reading. It was just like a miniature reading. It just brought so much understanding to the way I am because for, you know, and this also has to do with self-esteem and, um, self-care and self-love, I'm thinking I'm not showing up in the world as the world is telling me to show up. But once I understood my human design, it made it clear I'm not supposed to show up as the world's telling me to show up. I'm supposed to show up as I am designed. So I can't wait for Ebony to like go ahead and start giving us the tea. So she says she's a 3-5 manifest, manifesting generator. I'm a 2-4 projector. So we're two completely different people. So if we went into a world trying to be, you know, if I went to a world trying to be her, it, 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 it's not going to match. It's right. not, it's not going to work out. It's kind of like also like sugar and salt. They may look alike, but they're completely different. Yep. <laughs> and that's why it's so, 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 so important. So we're, we're going to dig into human design a tiny bit, but you know, once at the end of this um show, definitely stay tuned. So Ebony will give you all her contact information because then you're gonna definitely want to open the door up for your personal profile. <laughs> but this season on the Becoming Unique podcast, I'm asking all my guests um a question that doesn't necessarily have to do with um with the topic we're talking about. And the question that I have for you is what is the question? Tell us something that brings um a smile to your face. Something that brings a smile to my dance. Mm. dance. I love to dance. I've been dancing since I was two, two or three. Um, and it's still something that even if I'm doing it badly, 
Like, there's a few styles that are not in my wheelhouse per se, um, but I take a lot of classes throughout the week. So even if I'm not getting the choreography just so, <laughs> I'm, st- I'm just like, I'm having fun. I'm yeah. still gonna do it. Y'all still gotta watch me because I'm in group one. <laughs> yes. That's, so yeah, that's, uh, that's my thing. Yeah, and even when you were saying that, you were smiling and you had your eyes closed. And you know when you close your eyes, you are in that next level. You're feeling it. You're you like feeling it. it. You're feeling it. <laughs> yes, it's, it's in the heart. You were feeling it. So, um, and that's so beautiful. And now I want to turn the question over to the, you know, the audience. You know, take a moment this week and really think about what brings a smile to your face. And this would be an amazing journaling prompt for you as well, too. And this is beautiful with going, being in tune with your personal um, human design. (laughs) So the question of the day is, what the heck is human design? So human design is a spiritual system that essentially shows you how you are best meant to operate in the world because our society has this structure, this umbrella that says, this is how you do the thing to get this. This is how you make money. This is how you start a business. This is how you raise a family. This is how you you know, have a healthy relationship. And the fact is that we are all different. So the way that someone else creates you know, a successful business may not be the same way that someone else creates a successful business, right? The way that someone else is in a relationship is not going to be the same way that someone else operates in a relationship. So human design is the science of differentiation. That's actually what it was called by the founder, um, the creator, Ra-Uruhu. It's the science of differentiation. It literally shows us how different we all are at the core, like at the moment we were born, before all the conditioning, before people, you know, saddled us with their beliefs and their perspectives and their opinions, who we were at the moment we were born is our most authentic self, our most authentic way of being and operating. And human design and even jinkies brings us back to that place, to who we actually are at the core. So we can start to use our energy in more aligned ways. Mm, I like the last thing you just said. Everything you said was beautiful, but how we can use our energy in aligned ways. So, you know, a lot of us have experienced those parts of our lives where we're like knocking and pushing and trying to go down a certain path and it's just not working for us. And then we're, and for me, like, um, if I get bitter, I know I'm not in my alignment. Because that, and this is just for my particular design, because I'm trying to live a life that's not for me, and then it's going to bring a bitterness within me. And so a lot of of us may be walking around, not just being frustrated, bitter, but because we're trying to go down a certain path. But once we understand the path that was aligned for us, and we understand how to make that shift, oh, child, we get to see the difference. And yes. that waste so much time going down paths that's not for us. <laughs> right. Because that's the uh, that's the frustrating part for me is when you feel like you're doing everything right. You did the thing they told you to do. You you went to college. You got the degree. You, you, know, <laughs> you didn't smoke. You didn't drink. You did everything right. And for some reason, it's yeah. still not working. Like, what? Like, what is this? You know? It's because what's right for you, what's right for someone else, what's right for society as a whole mm-hmm. may not actually be what is right for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and in the um human design, so people may be listening, like, how am I never hearing about human design before? How am I never hearing about human design? Like this though, what 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 where are y'all talking? You know, human design. I had a podcast um earlier on in my um podcast episodes about human design and the person worked with Wairu um mm-hmm. in Ibiza, and he said that a human design just came. This is a up, this is a cosmic upgrade. Like we literally, like why our Wu got downloaded, like the spirits, the forces came over him and downloaded this information. Now people probably like, wait a minute, child. But what we're saying is, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that, you know, that you may not have heard about it because this new design has just come into play over the past couple of um, decades. And now with social media and all of the publications that we have out there, now we have the opportunity to kind of like push it out there and let the world know about human design. And I can say, because, you know, from the proof is in the pudding with myself, honestly, once I understood my human design, you know, the shift, (laughs) the shift in the understanding and not in the self-love was able to get bigger because I was able to accept who I am and not try to think I should fall into someone else's category of what they think I should be. So, okay. So I hope everyone has a <laughs> an understanding about human design and human design is deep. And that's why a reading is just so, so important because if you go on the internet and get your, um, your, 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 um, your reading, not your reading, but your, your graph, you're going to yeah, look at it and be, yeah. And be like, what the hell is this? This is why, you know, someone like Ebony would be, you know, a perfect person to, die, you know, like take the information and be able to explain it to you in a very understandable way. But we're going to go over, you know, the five energy, do we call it energy types? Yeah, energy types. The five different energy types. Like, what would we compare the five energy types to? If we were going to compare the energy types, I would almost compare them to like career choices, mm-hmm. like the, the um, like life purposes, really, or like a life purpose type life categorization. Purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Life pers- purpose categorization. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Life purpose categorization. So there's five different um, energy types, but, and then also once you know your energy type, that's just. That's just like the, the the base, the root. But then, you know, once you look at the graph, you're going to see all these gates. You're going to see profiles. Just like we're not going to even get into our profiles like you're a 3.5 and I'm a 2.4. So we're not even getting into that today. But I just want to keep it simple by going through the different energy types so you can learn what energy type you are and or under, start to have an understanding of what your energy type is. And because this podcast has been focusing on self-love and self-care, I wanted to break down what it, each energy type should do towards self-care. Because like for me, my, you know, stillness is great for me. I'm great being quiet, but my mother, her buzzing generator self, she likes to dance like you. She likes to move her body and that's not necessarily self-care for me. So um, I'm not sure what you're going to say in reference to it, but I'm just looking at it from me and the people that's in my life, you know, what self-care would look like for us, which is like almost completely different. Me being just sitting, because I can literally just sit down in stillness, just like this. And it's like, people are like, are you okay? I'm good. 
You mad? What's wrong with you? No. Yeah, exactly. I'm good. Something happened to you? No, I'm good. And literally, my body is recharging by me just sitting there with the blankness. Literally, <laughs> it recharges me. <laughs> so, since I'm a projector, you know, let's start off with the projector energy type. Okay. So, the projectors are essentially the guides of society. So, my coach that I trained under, she actually calls the projectors key holders. Y'all have the keys <laughs> to the doors that everyone is trying to open, right? The door to, you know, what's what's the best way to create a business? What's the best way to do this? What is this? How do I do this? What's the secret for this? Y'all are able to see things, systems, people so clearly, then at times they are able to see themselves. And you can guide people to where they want to be because you see what they need, because you see so clearly what is actually going on and what do you need to shift? What do you need to do to change the situation into what you actually want it to look like? Mm -hmm. So projectors are the guides. They are the key holders. Mm -hmm. um, thing about projectors is because you are the guides, you don't have that really sustainable energy to just keep going and going and going and working and working and working, that's going to burn you out really, really fast. So because you have this penetrating aura, you're very efficient. You can see the quickest, most efficient way to get from point A to point B. So mm -hmm. you don't need eight hours to do something. You could probably do it in two or four, right? Mm -hmm. So that's a really special thing about projectors is your efficiency. It's your ability to see things so clearly. You're like, okay, uh, do this, 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 and, and then you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Right. So those are the projectors. Um, after projectors, you have manifestors. Manifestors are the cutting edge of the collective. They are the ones that are meant to get the things started. So mm -hmm. the things that everyone is trying to do, the things that everyone is trying to, you know, be a part of, the manifestors are the ones who get those things started. They are they're connected to source. They are connected to the realm of infinite possibilities in a way that allows them to bring those things into fruition. They birth these movements and these businesses and these um, ideas into the physical world in a way that not everyone else is able to do. Mm -hmm. And they have this cyclical nature. So it's, I have this idea, I have this urge that I want to bring into the physical, that I wanna to bring to the collective because I know this is going to push us forward. So they mm -hmm. have the urge and they start to take action on it. They get into this nonverbal creative flow where they don't want anyone to speak to them because they just wanna do this thing. Like, don't talk to me, don't text me, don't call me, I'm doing this thing. Mm -hmm. And then they move into the space of, okay, I'm starting to, the energy starting to go away. I need to look at who can I pass this on to? Who can I now trust mm. that is going to take this thing that I've brought into the physical and build it up? Who's going to take it to that next level? Because guess what? It ain't going to be me, right? Yeah. So then they get to pass it on and then they go into this space of reflection. We're not moving anymore. We're not really looking for urges or anything like that. We're just kind of reflecting on what has happened, what we created, mm -hmm. right? And then they get to just do it all again. So that's the, the manifester cycle. Mm -hmm. And that's how they expand the collective, right? 
which leads us into generators and manifesting generators. The generators and MGs are the builders. They are the ones who are going to take something and completely build it up. They're going to elevate it to get it to that next level because they have the energy to do it. Mm-hmm. Manifesting generators and generators have a defined sacral center, which when they are doing work that is satisfying, that is fulfilling to them, they just keep getting more and more and more and more energized because that mm-hmm. sacral center is like a battery. And the fuel is pleasure, it's joy, it's excitement. So a generator or a manifesting generator that's doing what they love can go all day, all day, all night. They will forget to eat. They will forget to sleep. They will forget to take any breaks. They will sit in that chair or wherever it is that they're doing whatever they're doing and they will do it for hours and hours and hours, which is why they're able to build these structures, build these businesses, even build up people, build these families mm-hmm. because it's energizing them in a way, again, that other energy types, projectors, manifestors, and reflectors don't get to experience that energy in the same way that generators and manifesting generators do because it's special to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and with manifesting generators, you have a hybrid. So it's that manifestor cycle combined with the energy of a generator. Mm-hmm. So with manifesting generators, you have this cyclical nature combined with that energy. You've got this person who doesn't always need other people. So the manifesting generators are the one who want to do everything on their own. They want to build these amazing structures and things, but they, they don't really need other people. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's, it's a very independent type of building that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's fairly unique to the manifesting generator. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, we have reflectors. Reflectors are the unicorn of the group because they are only 1% of the population. And the reason why there's only 1% in my personal opinion is because reflectors are absolutely so powerful. They are the judges. They are the karmic mirrors of society. And there's a few different things that reflectors are able to do. Number one, they're extremely unbiased. Mm -hmm. They are constantly taking in energy from the world around them. And they're able to make decisions, make judgment calls that are fair, that are unbiased, that are very diplomatic, because they see things exactly as they are. They're not being clouded by, you know, their own energy or their own emotions or their own thoughts. No, they're seeing it exactly as it is. And they're telling you what it is. Whether you like it or not, is just, that's not my problem, right? I'm telling you what I see. Mm-hmm. Number two, they're almost, I don't want to say clairvoyant. I don't know if that's the right word, but they, because they're so open, they don't have any energy centers to find. Because they're so open, open, they sense very subtle energetic shifts. Mm. So they know when something is coming before it comes because they can feel it. Mm -hmm. They feel the shift before it happens physically. Mm -hmm. So the reflectors are really like, hmm, you know, if we keep going in this direction, like say we're all walking towards a cliff, the reflectors Mm -hmm. are like, hmm, if we keep going in this direction, we're all going to fall off the cliff. Maybe we should, you know, turn. Maybe we should take a detour, not Mm -hmm. keep walking this way. Something just is not going to be good. 
right? Mm -hmm. So that's another job of the reflectors to let us know, hey, something's coming. We should probably shift <laughs> or like m m some something needs to something needs to happen because this this is not good, right? Mm -hmm. And then the other job of the reflector is to reflect back to us what is it that we are doing wrong and what is it that we are actually doing well? Mm. Because when reflectors are in other people's energy, they can see, oh, this person's in alignment or this person's not in alignment. This mm. person is doing what they actually want to do. And this person is trying their hardest to just people please and make everyone else happy. Yeah. So they can tell us, hey, you should probably not do this. You should probably not do this. You probably do more of this. Mm -hmm. And then it's out of their hands. They're not like the projectors who are going to guide you and be like, hey, let me take your hand. Let me take you step by step and show you what to do. They're like, look, you can do it. You can not do it. Yeah. That's what it is. Good on you. <laughs> Good on you. Once I walk out, my energy won't be feeling yours anymore. <laughs> right. Because they're the mirrors. They're not. Mm -hmm. A mirror isn't going to tell you to change your outfit. The mirror is just going to show you what your outfit looks like and be like, you sure you want to go out looking like that? Mm -hmm. that's, yeah. that's, that's the look yeah so um yeah that, those are all the, all the yeah. oh, you did an amazing job um I once heard a saying that about reflectors since you just ended off on reflectors they said if a person doesn't like a reflector that means a person doesn't like themselves oh <laughs> I remember hearing that before there was like <laughs> which kind of sounds true because the reflecting do not reflect what you were so if right. you don't be like, I don't like her. Well, I guess you don't like yourself. See <laughs> <laughs> me, I'm the one in the group would be like, hmm, why is that? What you know, what was it that 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 was that felt triggering for you? Like, I wanna know. I'm gonna dig in, like, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. So it, thank you so much. Thank you for letting me know I'm the key holder. Thank you for letting the um the manifester know that they are like on the cutting edge. Yes. And the generators and the manifesting generators have an understanding, yes, that you guys are the ones that's gonna get the job done. Period. Job I mean, done. So uh so uh, you know, when I was getting my reading and he said, okay, you know, the guy had told me, he said, there are two different, there's the energy and the non-energy so and um i fall within the non-energy i manifestors um projectors and reflectors are non-energy sources because we don't have a defined sequel so this goes into kind of like the self-care where we don't have a large source of energy so you may see your co-worker doing a jog running over here doing all the work and just being busy 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 and you're getting exhausted by even looking at them and then we as a projector or manifester we can beat ourselves up thinking we can't show up to the plate like they can show up to the plate but that's not our job so this is beautiful to have the understanding that you know I'm meant to you know share and guide you but you go ahead and, and do all that work you go ahead and build that wall because I am not right. here for me. I'm not here for manual labor. And that's what he said. He was like, you were here for the manual labor. You was the manager. <laughs> you the manager. Yes. The he supervisor. Said, yes. He said, you're not here for, you know, I don't think he said manual labor, but he said, you're not here for the heavy lifting. He said, yes. you're not here for the heavy lifting. You know, you're here to guide and, you know, and so on. And then also when I looked up like celebrities, because I was like, well, 
celebrities always seems to have so much energy like Beyonce like she's definitely a generator because <laughs> no way I'm tired by just even watching her um but I was like well celebrities have this energy they're performing on stage like there could never be like a man a, not a manifesto like, you know like a projector so what celebrities are projectors okay Nelson Mandela yep um Barack Obama leaders <laughs> Big ones. Leaders to guide. <laughs> Leaders. So the focus is, um, you know, focusing on like human design and um, like in self-care. So mm-hmm. I would love for you to kind of go down what self-care should look like for each type. So as a projector, what should like self-care look like for me? For me, when we're talking about self-care, in terms of energy types, I think the highest vibrational frequency we can embody is our signature theme. So each energy type has a signature theme. And for projectors, it is success. Number one, because projectors have a few other different pieces that the other energy types don't. Um, But number one for projectors, I would say figuring out what does success mean for you? Because I think where we fall out of self-care is when we're chasing someone else's version of success, someone else's version of what does success look like? Mm -hmm. So the baseline for self-care for projectors, in my opinion, is figuring out what is your version? Mm -hmm. What is it that you are chasing? What does that highest level look like for you? Mm -hmm. And prioritizing that rather than, you know, what society says or what your, your generator friends say, like, no, what is your version of success? And then having a self-value practice Mm. is so important for projectors because tied into that signature theme of success is this recognition piece because you know so much, because you are so wise, because you, again, you're the key holder. You Mm. have this innate desire to be recognized, Mm -hmm. to be recognized for your wisdom, to be recognized for your advice, to be recognized for just how valuable you are. Mm -hmm. And projectors can fall into this trap of only seeking external validation, Mm. which is not good. (laughs) Which is not great because it's not sustainable, right? So the highest form of self-care for projectors, in my opinion, is this constant self-value, this constant self-worth practice where you are coming in or writing down or speaking out loud or whatever it is, what are the things that make me valuable? Mm. What do I value about myself? Not what are the things that I worked really hard for, not what are the things that you know I've, I've learned how to do and I've gotten really good at. No, what are the things that you are just naturally good at, that you naturally you wake up every morning, you're just like, damn. There's there's projectors specifically, you have these zones of geniuses that just make you so powerful. Mm. And when you recognize that, when you're when you value that, it mm. it opens you up to receive more recognition from the people around you but that has to come from within first 
Wow. To me, in my opinion. <laughs> you know, that was really powerful what you said because I can relate as a projector. And um, I like I said before we even started this podcast, like, you know, I'm like, I'm doing this for free, but it brings me, and I said, but it brings me so much joy. So, you know, and that is success for me, you know, doing what I find so much joy where I feel like my husband, the generator will be more from the place. Is it giving you money? Like, why are you wasting your time with this? Why are you wasting your time? You know, it comes from that, but I'm like, that's not what it's about for me. It brings my heart so much fulfillment to show up in this way, to share this information, you know, with the, with the collective. And then when you said, you know, it's not going to be sustainable to try to get the validation from the outside, you know, I definitely, and I guess it was an innate thing, like, you know, affirmations has been a huge part of my, I talk about my self-care journey. Like I created an affirmation tea line and, you know, in my book, the second chapter is called affirmations. And it's now it's kind of all coming together because a lot of times what we put out there is what we need for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. um, I'm seeing how, you know, I, I guess I innately was feeling the energy like, okay, I'm not waiting for everybody else to show up for what I want them to, sh- how I want them to show up for me. I'm going to show up for me in that way. So yes. I can completely see that. And, and this was me listening to myself. That's why I showed up in that way. And so thank you for that, because then it, I'm just sharing my side of the story because it's proof to show up in your way because you can have the closest person to you saying, why are you wasting your time with this? You know, is it bringing any money in? you know, and then yes. you're like, oh, well, forget about your heart, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm about the money. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy. Exactly. So that's really good. So, you know, this is for the, your projectors out there, you know, I, and I love that you definitely, you know, I was almost thinking you was going to say, just make sure you rest and keep stillness, but to go, you know, in the direction of your signature theme, you know, thank you for that as well, too, because you definitely, I I, I was just assuming she was like, she's going to tell us to rest. <laughs> I mean, naps are good, too. Yeah. <laughs> we love a nap. Yeah. You know, you need to rest, too. <laughs> yes. I, you know, we all as humans now, don't get it yeah. twisted. Generators and manifesting generators, listen to this. You still need sleep. Yes. Okay. I'm not telling you not to sleep now. Yes. Coming to me. Talk about you said I couldn't lie. I mm-hmm. said nothing of the sort. Beautiful. So what is the next signature theme or next self-care ritual for the next person? So the next uh, type would be manifestors. The signature theme for manifestors is peace. Peace. So Peace for manifestors comes when it's this feeling of everything is flowing. Mm -hmm. Everything is working. The people around me understand me. They get me. The things that I'm doing, they're working. It's coming, it's coming together the way that I want it to. It's this feeling of, it's like a, ah, it's working. Yeah. Everything's flowing. And that comes from awareness. To me, it comes from awareness Mm. because a manifester who is not aware of what part of their cycle that they're in cannot be at peace because Mm. if you're meant to be in a reflection period and Mm -hmm. you are trying to, you know, make something happen, that the cycle that the, the, the stage of the cycle that you're in and the stage of the cycle that you're trying to force yourself to be in 
are two different things. Wow. So if you're like, I want to get this thing done. I just want to bring this into like, this is what I need to do right now. But your body's like, bro, can you relax? Can you just calm down? Yeah. Take a breath. Can we just, you know, can we reflect? Can we just talk about what went wrong on that? On that last thing that we did, can we can we celebrate what actually went well? Do exactly. we have to jump right into the next thing? I'll, like, damn, I need a break, you know? Mm-hmm. So for manifestors, self-care is having that awareness, really mm-hmm. tapping into your body, tapping into your energy, and asking yourself, where am I in this cycle right now? Mm-hmm. Is it is is there an urge right now? Is there something that's calling to me to be brought forth? Am I in a creative flow stage? Do I need to start delegating what I'm doing right now and handing things off? Or am I in a reflection stage? Is it time for me to slow down? Is it time for me to, you know, journal and maybe do a little bit of breath work and reflect on what has happened, you know, in the in the past or recently? Mm. Where am I right now? What what does my energy need from me right now? Mm. Not what can I force my energy to do right now? Right. Because you cannot force yourself into peace. That's not that's mm, that's how it works. So first self-care for manifestors, it's having that awareness. Where are you right now? Mm -hmm. And be at peace with being in that stage. Mm. What peace can you find in that stage? Mm, okay yeah so even though you're known to be the creator and put the stuff out there you have to also know that there are different stages of it and there's a reflection station don't force it <laughs> that's Beautiful. what I see the most with my manifestor clients are like I just I just want to do this thing I'm like okay is that coming from your brain or is that coming from your body because your yeah. body kind of feels like it doesn't want to do that right yeah now. yeah Exactly. And then it's like when you don't move in that direction, then you won't have success as well, too. I'm assuming, you know, um, like my like I'm supposed to wait for the invitation. And um, if I'm forcing, you know, going out there and not waiting for the invitation, I'm not necessarily going to have the success that I'm looking for, where a generator may have all these success. And I'm like being bitter, like, why are they doing the exact same thing I was doing they just getting it. And I'm trying, you know, because I'm not supposed to arrive in that way. I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be me, do me, and then wait for the invitations to come in, you know, instead of, you know, forcing invitations on, upon myself. So it's good to know with the reflector, you know, as well, they have to listen and wait for their awareness in their body to know what direction they should be in reflection, creating what? Amazing. This yeah. is so, so, so good. So I guess the generators are next. Yes. So self-care for generators and manifesting generators is my answer will always and forever be something that brings you pleasure. Mm-hmm. Pleasure, excitement, joy, that really, I like to say sparkly, like that sparkly energy. <laughs> yeah. Because the thing that sets us apart as generators is our defined sacral center. Mm-hmm. So if that's our thing, if that is our superpower, you want that working at optimal level. Yeah. And the sacral center is a battery, but it, it's not recharged by, I want to say it's not recharged by sleep. It, it's recharged a little bit by sleep because again, we are human. But what really gets your sacral center going is pleasure. It's joy. It's mm-hmm. excitement. And this 
is what makes our aura enveloping. It's what sucks people and things and opportunities into us is this magnetic energy coming from our sacral. Mm -hmm. So when you have a generator who is not, is it's stuck at a job that they hate or they're not doing work that excites them or brings them pleasure, that sacral center gets drained and there's no, there's, it's not generating any more energy because it, it generates energy through pleasure, through excitement, through joy. Yeah. So self-care when it comes to generators and manifesting generators is doing the thing that brings you pleasure, even yeah. if it's not the thing that makes you money. Like yeah. for me, I love to dance. I love to dance. I love massages. Listen, I get at least two massages a week. Wow. That fills my, listen, yes. rub down, <laughs> rub down. Yes. Um, delicious food. Like I love Indian food. That brings me joy. That brings me pleasure. You know, um, learning. I love, I, I have so many certifications, <laughs> so many things because I love to learn. I could sit here and learn all day long. That's part of how I got into human design is that I just, I sat down at my computer for like a day straight. I was just like learning all of the things. Mm -hmm. And that is recharging for me. So whenever generators and manifesting generators come to me and they're like, I'm so burned out. I have no energy. What do I do? What brings you pleasure? Mm. What is it? Go do it. Even if it's for five minutes, two minutes, one minute, 30 seconds, I don't care. Go do it. If it's mm. your husband, go do it. If it's a walk on the beach, go do it. Yeah. If it's a delicious, you know, ice cream, I love frozen yogurt. Go, go do it. Go yeah. do it. Go do it and do it consistently. If you can do it every day, every day, do something that brings you pleasure, joy, or excitement. That's mm -hmm. beautiful. I'm loving that so far we went through three and nothing has to do with money, but the society has created everything around money. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. So now we have been brainwashed to think if we, if it's not about money, we can't show up for it. Right. And it's like, what? <laughs> It, but yet, what's going to fill you up with energy, joy, and pleasure has nothing to do with money. And most of the time, that's how it is. Like, of course, there's things that we would want to do that mm -hmm. cost money. Like, I want to go to Disneyland. Mm -hmm. I plan on getting myself a Disneyland season pass. But are there other things that bring me joy and pleasure that I could do right now that are free? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just dancing. Turning the music on for you and dancing is your joy. Facts literally my nightly ritual <laughs> yeah so yeah so yeah to, to also start to like put the conditioning to the side and just say what's bringing me joy instead of saying I gotta be on that grind no no sleep I gotta make it and then you know you're not being fulfilled where you could just say you know what oh shoot I like to dance I should always dance as a little girl maybe I should just get up and just move my body or whatever it may be but okay yeah. this is amazing so you, the manifesting generator, you know, what's your, um, oh, is it similar to the generator? It's definitely similar. Like, and I, I've been very fortunate in the fact that I have the ability because of my business. I have the, I have time freedom. I have money freedom. So I can get, you know, two massages a week. I can, if I decide that, you know, Hey, I'm going to get up and do this thing today. I can do that. I go for a walk on the beach every day. I don't live by the beach. I drive to the beach every day because I know 
that is something I can do. That's something I can start my day with. Mm-hmm. that is going to fill me up. It's going to recharge me. So when I'm going about my day and there's something that I don't necessarily want to do, but I have to, like cleaning my house, for yeah. example, I'm yeah. not coming from an empty battery because I've done yeah. all these things throughout my day and I get to just ride, I get to ride that energy. And when I'm feeling low, I'm like, well, time for my massage. <laughs> yes. Being aware as well. The awareness. So. Um, and then lastly, we have reflectors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> reflectors. Does it change? No. It <laughs> I just think that um, reflectors don't know. Reflectors don't understand how sensitive they are until they get into an environment that does not make them feel good. Mm. And hilarious because I have a sister who's a reflector and she was living with me and my mom and my dad for a while my dad used my mom my dad they used to fight like they used (laughs) they used to fight Mm -hmm. so I remember so vividly her not being comfortable in that environment and Mm -hmm. at that time I didn't understand why I was a kid she was you know a young like oh it's you know, it's obviously not a great environment in general, but she was so much more sensitive to it than I was because she's a reflector. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about self-care for reflectors, it has everything, everything, everything to do with your environment. Your environment needs to feel good to mm-hmm. you. That doesn't mean you have to live in the luxury apartment or be staying at these amazing hotels or, you know, that's not what it means. It just means that wherever you are, you need to feel good, which Mm. means you have to go through, you know, your associates, your friends with a fine tooth comb. If there's someone in your circle who does not make you feel good, they got to go. If there's something in your home that does not make you feel good, it's got to go. If there are items of clothing, or if there's smells, or if there are things that are not aesthetically pleasing to you, it needs to go. Your environment, more than any other type, any other type in human design, you need to feel good wherever you are. Mm. It needs to feel expansive for you. It needs to feel welcoming and warm and supportive. Mm. Because so much of your wisdom, so much of your ability to reflect and to be open and to be sensitive and empathetic and open-minded comes from your environment. Mm. And when you're taking on things that don't feel good, when you're taking on energies that don't feel good, it weighs you down. It weighs you down. And it impacts your ability to be who you are. Like if you're all clogged up with everyone else's emotions and emotional turmoil and crises and baggage, how are you going to be empathetic? Mm. How are you going to reflect back to someone what they are searching for or what they need emotionally if you're carrying around everybody else's emotional stuff? Yeah, you, you know you can't. There's no space. Mm-hmm. So for reflectors to create that space, you really have to cultivate your environment. That's your friends. 
that's your closet. That's your, I want to say your kids, but it has to feel good. It has to yeah. feel good. Wow. So yeah. So the reflectors are hypersensitive and yes. they have to be mindful of that. You did such a wonderful job of breaking down the um the signature themes for each one, because, you know, when we look on the Internet or we're looking out there like, what can I do for self-care? You know, it's going to tell you to get the face shield, the manicure. It's going to tell you to, you know, exercise and you could be doing everything that they're telling you. Go and journal, go and do this, go and do that. And you're doing it all. But like an example, like the reflectors, like I'm going to the gym, I'm writing in my journal, I'm having meditation, I'm doing this, but you are in a horrible environment. None Coming of home to a dirty house. <laughs> yeah. It, it's all going to, it's never going to feel good for you. You know, um, but so just being able to be aware of all of these signature themes for each person where, you know, something that may may work for someone else may not work for you because you are completely different. You are designed differently, designed differently. Um, So, wow, this has been amazing. This has been such an amazing episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Thank you for having me. Yay. So, you know, we definitely went through the guideline of what, you know, the way I wanted to go with the show. Human design is way deeper than what we just talked about, guys. <laughs> way, way deeper. You know, there's, there's profiles, there's gates, there's all types of stuff. So, and just because I'm a projector and I'm with another projector doesn't mean we're the same person because mm-hmm. we may have different gates open and different profiles. We still may show up differently in this world. Um, so that's why, you know, so you can't just be like, oh, I already know I'm a generator and this is the way I show up now. <laughs> so this is where uh, Ebony would come into play to kind of break down all of those details for you. But before we start to close out the show, is there anything you want to share with the collective that we kind of didn't touch base on on today's episode? I guess the the big thing that I want to say is that I guess it goes back to what I said at first, you're so powerful. And when you remember your power and you start to reclaim that and you prioritize your pleasure, whatever that is, the freedom that you're craving, because I'm assuming people who are watching this, you know, the show or your podcast, they want freedom and they feel like they don't have it. Mm. So when you remember your power, you prioritize your pleasure, the freedom starts to come on its own. Mm. The path, the steps that you need to take, the correct steps for you are going to reveal themselves. You're going to move closer and closer to what your perfect expression of freedom is. The more that you remember who you are, claim that unapologetically, and you prioritize feeling good now. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So, 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 so powerful um, to understand your power. (laughs) So, yeah. So, you know, you got to share your details because I know everybody's going to get a human design reading (laughs) because they're my favorite favorite thing to do. Like, I love looking at people's charts and just just connecting with people and telling them how amazing they are and how how much power they have. Like that's literally so much yeah. of what my readings are. It's just me like, oh my God, 
you're so amazing. <laughs> like you can do this, you can do this. And you have this time. Like it's, oh my God, you're so great. It's, I, I fangirl over people's human design. See, that brings you joy. That's that's a part of your it self-care. Does. It does. Like I'm on this podcast, brings me joy. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so I have a YouTube channel, Human Design with Ebony. Um, it's my YouTube channel. I also have an Instagram, which is Design with Ebony. So just Design with Ebony on Instagram, um, Design with Ebony on TikTok, and then Human Design with Ebony on YouTube. So. And then I have all the information for my readings and any other uh, self-study course that I have. They're all on my YouTube and my Instagram. Beautiful, beautiful. So I have to ask every guest this last question. I actually have a t-shirt on. I'm still working through this, but it says, what does becoming unique mean to you? (laughs) Becoming unique mean to me. I think it means living authentically, not changing yourself, not watering yourself down, not feeling shame for who you are and what you know that you're meant to do here, living in your purpose. Hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Like this is is so on point and it it kind of, it goes right together with everything that you um, spoke about today. So it's all intertwined with each other. You know, you, you know, um, a movie clip that keeps popping in my mind ever since like I've been on my little becoming unique journey is, um, what is it? The Last Dragon. I don't know if you know what movie I'm talking about. It's from like my childhood, but my childhood is way before yours. And, (laughs) and, you know, you know, in the movie, the, the, the boy, um, I I feel like I I need to see this movie because I haven't seen it in a couple of decades. He goes um, through the journey. He's like a Kung Fu, like, you know, does Kung Fu. And then he tells his, um, you know, this trainer, like, you know, w- you know, when, when do I meet the master and, you know, whatever the case is, he's trying to, you know, figure it out. And he's like, it's in you, it's in you, all this type of stuff. And so not until the very last scene, you know, he's fighting and the guy that's fighting him and it was like, you know, who's your master? And they say, stay sure enough. You know what movie I'm talking about now? Oh, no. No. Yeah, so then he's like, the guy, he's fighting him because the guy got all this confidence. You know, he's fighting him. He's putting his head in water and he just wants him to set claim that the that he's the master. He was mm-hmm. like, say I'm your master. Who's your master? And as his head's going in the water, he's getting all the reflections. You know, someone like this girl says to him, well, you sure look like a master to me. And like the Kung Fu master, like saying those hints, like it's in you and stuff like that. And then when he, the last time he puts his head in the water, it's like, now I'm getting like chills. And he's like, who's your master? He looked at him in the eye and said, I am. And then his power yes. activated then he started fighting the guy and he's winning the fight now because now he was able to recognize that he was all along the master. He was waiting for other people to tell him who's the master, who's the master, but he was the master. And then that's when he won the battle, you know, with the last scene of the fight scene because he claimed his power where the other guy was winning because he was like, I'm the master. Tell me I'm your master. Right. So that movie keeps coming, coming to my mind all the time. And I'm like, and like, we are all our masters. Yes. We are the master. So thank you. Thank you. You are nothing but amazingness. 
Thank you. Thank you for having me so much. This is so, I, I love, I love talking about human design. I love conversations like this. Oh, you're welcome. Welcome. 